the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. On AM 1420, The Answer. It is indeed, and hour number two is underway now as we broadcast live from a fantastic location. Uh, we are in Discount Drug Mart, the original Discount Drug Mart location that opened 50 years ago to this very day. April 15th, 1969, Discount Drug Mart was born. It was the dream of uh, Parvis Bouget, uh, the founder of Discount Drug Mart, who came to the United States in 1949 as a legal immigrant, uh, took him, put himself essentially through pharmacy school, opened up this Discount Drug Mart as the first hometown pharmacy of what would become 75 uh, wonderful stores throughout the state of Ohio. This is the original, and we are celebrating today. We're giving away books. <clears throat> Here at the uh, broadcast location by the cosmetics counter in the uh, uh, North Abbey Road location here in Illyria, which is my hometown. It's the shortest drive I've ever had to make to a remote location before. This is fantastic. Uh, but at any rate, it's 500 North Abbey Road. They're going to be serving hot dogs outside starting at about 11 o'clock when we are done. Uh, but until then, like I said, come on in here. There are specials everywhere. We're giving away books. You can register to win uh, a couple of books that are just phenomenal. Dr. Sebastian Gorka's Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, and Sean Spicer's The Briefing. Of course, Sean Spicer, the former president, uh, presidential uh, press secretary. Uh, so we're giving those away. All you got to do is come by and fill out a little piece of paper, drop it in the box, and uh, we'll be drawing that winner before the end of the day. Uh, but it's a great day to be out here at Discount Drug Mart and really appreciate uh, Dave Baytosh, the uh, uh, manager uh, of Drug Mart. Uh, we just, I just talked to Don Bouget, one of the co-owners. Uh, just a phenomenal group of people, and we're so happy to be here partnering with Discount Drug Mart. Having said that, now I want to get back to the business of the day. The President of the United States has called the bluff 
of sanctuary city policymakers in cities and counties and states all over this country. They have said, we welcome immigrants here. We welcome illegal immigrants here. We're not going to cooperate with ICE. We don't think people should be deported, et cetera, et cetera. The president said, okay, you welcome them, you got them. We're going to bust thousands of them to sanctuary cities and locations all over the country. And suddenly, they're conservatives. And they say, wait, you can't do that. We don't have any room for them here. Cher, speaking in Los Angeles yesterday, said, I understand helping struggling immigrants, but my city, Los Angeles, isn't taking care of its own. What about the 50,000-plus citizens who live on the streets, she wrote? People who live below the poverty line and are hungry. If my state can't take care of its own, many are vets, how can it take of more, take uh, take care of more? Suddenly, Cher sounds like Donald Trump. Suddenly, she sounds like um, Bob France. Suddenly, the light is going on in the eyes or over the heads of, uh, of, of all of these liberals. And joining us now to discuss is our friend Dave Ray of the Federation for American Immigration Reform online at fairus.org. Dave, good to have you, sir. How are you? Doing great, Bob. How you doing, my friend? Oh, fantastic. What an absolutely brilliant master stroke. That's all I can say about it that the president has made yeah. here. Telling all of them who said, nope, nope, we're not cooperating with ICE because we welcome illegal immigrants in this uh, in our city. The president says, you want them, you got them. And now suddenly they don't want them all of a sudden, Dave. Well, I, I, right now I find myself in a state of shock, Bob, because I actually agree with something that Cher said. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if nothing else, the president's idea is poetic justice. You know, sanctuary cities have publicly declared they will do everything in their powers to protect illegal aliens while they're in their jurisdictions. They refuse to cooperate with the federal government. They incentivize illegal immigration. So they seem to be asking for more illegal immigration. So perhaps the president should just serve it up. You know, that's uh, that's exactly what he's doing. And I find it funny, too, as I listen to, uh, you know, what's what's really, you know, Cher at least is saying, hey, hold on a second. This doesn't make sense because we can't take care of the ones that are here now, which, like I said, has been the conservative position from the beginning. But the majority, including, you know, other Hollywood celebrities, Alyssa Milano. And yes, a lot of uh, uh, congressional representatives are saying this is this is stupid. This is a terrible idea. This can't work. We don't want them here. Um, What do we say to these people? I mean, you know, they literally are trying to have it both ways. They are trying right. to say that, that we should welcome illegals into this country because no one is an illegal person, yada, yada. But yeah. I want them to be somebody else's problem. Park them on somebody else's doorstep, not ours. Right. You know, that's kind of the ivory tower liberal. I'm going to be open-minded and welcoming as long as it's in somebody else's house and somebody else's backyard. Uh, you know, the uh, share might want to have a fireside chat with some of the Democratic presidential candidates, because I believe uh, just recently Kamala Harris made the statement, no human being is illegal. And I'd love right. to just ask her if somebody comes onto her front door, front porch and kicks her door down, comes into her house and removes all the items from her refrigerator and helps themselves to anything else in her house. Is that person yet illegal or is that person still not illegal? I mean, I don't think they really believe their own rhetoric. But, you know, if you think about Kate Steinle, she was kind of the poster child of the, of the evil side of Sanctuary City. She was gunned down in broad daylight in San Francisco, walking arm-in-arm with her dad by an illegal alien who had been deported five times, had a number of criminal uh, uh, offenses against him. The, the jail in San Francisco, because they wouldn't cooperate with federal officials, they let her out. 
let him out, I'm sorry, and then he proceeded uh, a couple, within a couple months to kill Kate Steinle. Now, San Francisco decided to do uh, you know, a, a come-together meeting and, and examine its sanctuary policies and do we keep these or not, and they decided absolutely, yes, we do keep these policies. In fact, they've doubled down on their support sanctuary policies, and then the state of California uh, adopted sanctuary policies. So p- apparently these folks... Uh, value the lives of illegal aliens more than they do the legal residents uh, and and law-abiding Americans. So if they want a state of illegal immigrants, maybe that's what President Trump should give them. That is exactly right. And, you know, I want to I quote, you mentioned San Francisco. Let's go across San Francisco Bay to Oakland, because I want to share this right. one with you. The uh, Now, you remember the mayor, <clears throat> excuse me, you remember the mayor of Oakland, Libby Schaff, who... Right. Um, she 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 was the one who literally said she refuses to um uh to hold uh illegal aliens here or caught committing crimes for ice right. she, she she basically said she will not cooperate with any law enforcement and has instructed her police to do the same well yeah she comes, won when, up when it that. comes to this though um, uh, well hold on let me let me finish this okay. point. when it, when it comes to this policy now here she is Libby Schaff, uh uh she made news last year hold on let me make sure i have the whole story of what she did she not only said that police should not uh, cooperate she tipped off illegal aliens yeah. as to when police and ice were coming they she right. tipped them off to ice raids so that they could make sure that they were safe and stay there she said this policy that the president is put, putting up now about uh, sending illegals to these cities she says it's an outrageous abuse of power using human beings to settle political scores she said the president wants to punish everyone those who seek sanctuary in our country and those who provide it she went on to call the idea illegal immoral undemocratic and racist although she did not uh, explain how so i'll ask you dave ray how is it any of those things to tell a mayor who literally tipped off illegals who were in right. her city as to when ice raids were coming so they could remain in her city how can she be opposed to the president saying here's more of them to come to your city well that's exactly the point bob she not only picked tipped off these illegal aliens some of these were criminal aliens so instead of them walking down the street and being arrested by ice they were sitting in their house possibly with a loaded gun waiting for ice to show up at the front door i mean they put she personally put and it, uh, the, the lives of the men and women of ICE in danger when she tweeted out to the criminal alien community that ICE was on its way. These people have no moral high ground to stand on. She is the mayor of a U.S. city, is sworn to uphold the Constitution, and federal law states that there shall be no obstruction of communication or cooperation between state and local governments and the federal government. In other words, sanctuary laws are against the law and she can't pick and choose which federal law she's going to abide by and which one she's going to toss out the window that is over her head and the president if if she wants to roll out the welcome mat for illegal aliens there are millions of them from central america who are just dying to come here and maybe she should have a chance to accommodate her vision because she certainly has asked for it David Ray from the Federation for American Immigration Reform joining us on AM 1420 The Answer. Dave, let's talk about something positive. I, I, I okay. never thought I would see the day that the President of the United States got an immigration win from the Ninth Circle of Hell. I mean the Ninth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals. They actually <laughs> lifted in or That's what I'll always refer to it as. Yeah. 
The, uh, they actually lifted an order suspending the migrant protection protocols. The agreement that the president made with Mexico saying, look, you know, they're coming through your country. Your country yep. is the bridge, the conduit to bring all of these people from, from Central America to our country. While we process their asylum claims, they wait on your side of the border. Mexican gov- the Mexican government agreed. We have a rare, yep. you know, partnership here saying, okay, that's fair. Exactly. Let's do that. And as you know, that was challenged in a court of law, and the president was ordered uh, to uh, let them into the United States. But uh, but an appeal appellate judge, uh, uh, the Court of Appeals in the Ninth, believe it or not, said no, uh, that's a good solution. Bob, you know, you and I uh, should should make note of in, in one week's time we're agreeing with not only Cher but the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. So <laughs> there, this must Hell be a has good frozen week. Over. Yeah, this must be a week to play the lottery or something. But, yeah, you know, this was a, a an ingenious policy because what's happening, people come into the U.S., they ask for political asylum. They have no uh, real intention of seeking it. They simply want to be admitted into the country, and if they have a child with them, they can't be held for more than 20 days. So they've been released. That's the essence of the catch-and-release program. So the president and his staff came up with the idea of let's hold them in Mexico and then they will be in uh, waiting in Mexico for their hearings to come up. And when their hearings come up in the U.S., we'll bring them over here and give them their hearings. Now, we know about 9% of these folks will actually qualify for, for political asylum. Most of these folks are... That's a higher number than I had heard, Dave. That's a higher uh, number than I had heard. I had heard it was less than 5% have legitimate asylum claims. Okay, I had uh, the number that we had we had seen from the Northern Triangle countries. This might be inc- all inclusive of okay. people from everywhere, but from the three Central American countries that have been the, the major uh, point of, of departure for the this the wave of asylees, we've got El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. It's right. been about nine percent, but, but by, by and large, you know, thirty to forty percent of them won't even file the initial paperwork once they get into the country and are released, and another thirty to forty percent won't bother to show up for their hearings. So these folks are coming for jobs. They can get jobs because we don't have mandatory E-Verify to lock them out of the job market. So once they're in, they're free. So that way, but the president had worked this policy out with Mexico, and I thought, holy cow, Mexico is now becoming part of the solution instead of the major source of the problem. And, you know, lo and behold, some uh, unelected judge comes in and uh, knocks the policy down. For those of you out there who think that the president hasn't done enough on immigration, let me assure you it's not from lack of trying. Everything he has done has been stepped on either by the Democratic Congress or by the, by the, the, the courts, and it, primarily the Ninth Circuit. So this was a huge win for the administration at this point, and uh, the, the fact that we'll be able to resume holding these folks in Mexico if they're legitimate political asylees their lives are safe, they're far from their home countries, and they are awaiting their hearing. And when they have their hearing and they're awarded the asylum claim because it's valid, then they'll be released into the United States and they will be able to start their new lives here. Otherwise, they're going back home. And I'll tell you, Bob, the second that we start seeing people arriving and being held and then sent home and they have false claims, that's when this entire exodus stops. Exactly. And, and, and that's where we come to what I spoke with you about two weeks ago. I think it was, uh, David Ray. And that is Brandon Judd's idea that, that we, we train 
Border Patrol agents, CBP, uh, CBP agents, as uh, asylum arbiters, where they are right. trained to, to be able to evaluate the ver- veracity of an asylum claim right there on the front lines, right when uh, arrests yes. are made, so that, so that they immediately get turned around. And, you know, all, right. because all the law says is that, that each of these asylum seekers has a right to have their case heard by an asylum arbiter. And uh, right. if we train the actual Border Patrol agents or a significant number of them as arbiters, those decisions can be made on the spot. And I hope that's something the president is considering. Oh, no, it's not being considered, Bob. It's being done. I mean, these folks are being trained right now. Some of them might actually be out on the front line. They've taken Border Patrol agents, and they've trained them in asylum laws. And some of these folks will be sworn in as asylum adjudicators and actually working the front line. And they let me that tell you, great news. They, that is great yeah, they news. can snip. They can sniff out a fraud in a New York minute. You know, some of these folks are recycling children across the border. You come in with a kid, you know that you can't be held for more than 20 days. You're released, and then you send your kid back to Mexico to come in with the next Central American who claims to be the kid's it, it, it parent. Should be, it should be easy to figure out in New York Minute because, as we both just pointed out, it's 91 to 95% fake, right. uh, you know, as far right. as fraudulent claims. So that's all we've got to do is let them dis- determine that now instead of three yep. to five years later. David Ray, i got a jet. We're a little late. In fact, we're a lot late. Right. But I really appreciate the great information, as always. Keep up the wonderful work uh, at you FAIR. Bet, Thank Bob. you so much, Dave. You got it. Take care, That's buddy. Dave Ray from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. It's 1025. We are way late. We'll try to catch up now as we continue live at Discount Drug Mart on North Abbey Road in Ellery on the 50th celebration or 50th anniversary rather as we celebrate the grand opening of the very first drug mart April 15th 1969 and we're right back after this casters and this station All right, it's uh, 10.29 as we continue. I've got time for one short phone call here before we go to the bottom of the hour news, and that's going to be Mark calling from Fairview on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Mark. Go ahead. I'm moving fast, Bob. Did you happen to see the uh, interview interview? Blah, excuse me, between Mark Levin and uh, Laura Logan? I did not. Oh, if you're on I love both of them, though. I wish I had because I love both of them. Awesome. It was just absolutely awesome. If your audience has a chance to see it, it's an interview they don't want to miss. Uh, her many years of reporting and her insight into the media's dishonesty was just to me an eye-opener. Uh, from the lying press to the Benghazi cover-up, and especially her comments on the climate change, and how anybody wants to keep their job in journalism or the media had better only write that we have 12 years left. And kudos <laughs> also to this woman and also, also to uh, Ted Koppel, who's speaking out now. And uh, he's on the list of those attacking the journalism and the, and the media. But this, I did see you, that, you yeah. got to see this interview. It's, it just, it just the woman's brilliant. Uh, shares like a, just a, a tree stump. She got a brilliant idea somewhere, but my brother and I have been thinking that one <laughs> over for a long time. But I don't get a chance to talk to the president. You well, see, well but, Mark, uh, listen, I, I appreciate the heads up on her interview with Levin, but I will tell you what, rather than listen to it, although not rather, in addition to listening to it, uh, I'm trying to get Laura Logan to come on this program as well. I'd like to have uh, an opportunity to talk with her for a half an hour or an hour, because uh, you're right. She's brilliant. She's wonderful. She is the enemy of the left press because she has called them out for all of their lies and their duplicity and their uh their obvious partisanship so uh trying to get her here but i appreciate the heads up because i do i love her and i love mark levin and the work that both of them do all right it's uh ten thirty. good news for you 
is that uh, the last half hour of the broadcast this morning is guest-free. We had very heavy guest rotation, Claire Lopez, Jim Jordan, and uh, David Ray so far this morning. But we are guest-free in the last half hour. So fill up the phone lines right now, and we'll put you on the air, 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. We'll bring you up as we continue live from Discount Drug Mart on North Abbey Road in Elyria, celebrating 50 years of community service from this wonderful store and the 74 other that have opened since that time. And we'll be right back on AM 1420, The Answer. Fem. Rolling on, are we? 1036, I count 24 minutes of outstanding awesome left for you on this Monday edition of the Bob France Authority. We are live you know, I've been talking to so many very great people who are stopping in today to say, I didn't know you were going to be here. And uh, my apologies for that. I tried to, to announce it on Friday's show, and then I put it on Facebook yesterday, and I know that's how a few people found us. Uh, but we are live inside the Discount Drug Mart on North Abbey Road in my hometown of Elyria. This is the original Discount Drug Mart location. It was built and opened on this day 50 years ago. So when we say it's the 50th anniversary, it's not just 50 years. 50 years to the day. April 15, 1969 is when this store opened. And they are commemorating uh, that grand opening. They, by the way, have expanded. Let me. This is just kind of fun because it's, it's, a, it's a great success story uh, on so many different levels. Discount Drug Mart <clears throat> started with this one store in this very location 50 years ago. It was opened by an immigrant who came to this country, Parvis Bouget, who came to this country in 1949 and settled in Cleveland and worked his tail off uh, to try to save money and to go to school and to learn the pharmaceutical business. He received a pharmaceutical degree uh, from the University of Toledo. Uh, He opened this store 20 years after he got into this country, and he made it his family's life's work. His kids uh, run it now. Uh, including Don Bouget, who I talked to just a short while ago, who's here. Um, it, it is just a phenomenal story of American success. Immigrants coming to this country, as we always talk about legally, uh, respecting our country's laws and taking, taking advantage of our country's dream. I mean, this is what the American dream is all about. Fifty years ago, this one store opened. A little pharmacy to serve a few people, as many as they could, at this uh, north side of Illyria. Fifty years later, there are 75 of these stores, discount drug marts, throughout the state of Ohio. They have exploded, and they have become so much more than probably they ever imagined at the time that they would be. Um, I've been a dis- like no kidding, my family, you know, this is an easy thing for me to talk about because my family has been coming to this particular drug mart when I was a kid uh, for, for decades, and now I go to the one that's closer to my house on the other side of town. <clears throat> But it has become so much more. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's just a, it's a goofy, weird thing. And I told uh, the folks from Drug Mart about this before I ever came out here and before I started, uh, you know, uh, this partnership. And we do. I'm so pleased and happy to announce we have a partnership now. Uh, Discount Drug Mart is a sponsor of the Bob France Authority and AM 1420, The Answer. And uh, I'm going to be telling you a lot about the various things that are going on this year. Their 75th anniversary, or excuse me, their 50th anniversary celebration. They have 75 stores now. But um, it's such a weird thing that I told them. I said, you know, 
the one thing I've always loved about Drug Mart, they have that catchphrase, you know, they save you the runaround so you don't have, you have to go to four different stores to get everything you need. It's true, by the way. It's a pretty cool jingle, and it's pretty doggone accurate, because I swear to you, I can't tell you how many times I've come into this store or the other one down to where I live thinking, ain't no way they're going to have that. And I, I, it's just the goofiest thing. I don't care if it's uh, the most obscure plumbing part or, or something uh, for the kids' school uh, projects, or if it's, uh, I mean, if it's food-related, there's no way they're going to have all of that. The store's too small to have all of that in it. And every time you go in, it's like, I'll be dang. There it is. They had it. So it's just such a goofy thing. I'm so really, really happy and proud and privileged to be uh, here at Discount Drug Mart on North Abbey Road. I'm happy to tell the story of the Bouget family, happy to tell the story of this phenomenal growth of this American success story. And at any rate, they're here today. They're going to be given uh, free hot dogs, serving up hot dogs outside starting at 11 o'clock. So that's 20 minutes from now. So if you want to come by and get something to eat, you can register to win these two fantastic books we've been telling you about. Uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who, of course, is on this afternoon. Uh, uh, his book is called Why We Fight. Sean Spicer, the president's former press secretary, his book is called The Briefing. Uh, we're giving those away by way of a raffle. Just drop your name and information in the uh, in the box and uh, and come on out here. Take advantage of great specials all day here at Discount Drug Mart. So really appreciate the opportunity to be here. All right. Uh, phone lines are open at 216-901-0945, Dial now and get on the air to talk about any and or all of the uh, issues we've discussed today. Uh, and we'll do that until 11 o'clock. TJ is in Cleveland. Yeah. Hi, TJ. Go ahead. Hi, Bob. You know, Bob, uh, this uh, liberals here that don't want these immigrants in their neighborhoods and stuff and all, you know, this is no different than when Section 8 started. And the left-wing liberals at Cleveland Heights, University Heights, Shaker Heights, right. they wanted to shove Section 8 down the throat of the neighborhoods in Cleveland. And that was fine. Oh, we're, we're, you know, we have a bleeding heart. Well, as Section 8 expanded, it started expanding to their neighborhood. I knew where you were going with this. Yep. Yes. And you can hear them complaining in letters to the editor and the plain dealer about Section 8, Section 8. And it's the same with these illegal immigrants. That's fine. We want to give them a home. Let them live in your neighborhood, but don't let them live in my neighborhood. I mean, these that's people exactly are so it. hypocrites. That's exactly it. I mean, it, it, you, I never, ever honestly thought I would see them um, come clean on this. You know, especially, like I said, when you listen to Sharon, we listen to Nancy Pelosi, and you listen to Alyssa Milano, so elected officials and just, you know, Hollywood celebrities, all basically saying, you can't do that. You can't bring them here. I mean, this isn't fair. This is, you know, this is abuse. It's just, we've been saying for, you know, it's so funny. The president does what a lot of us just talk about and, and, you know, we'll post memes on, on, um, on uh, Facebook or something, TJ, you know, pictures of Nancy Pelosi's house with her walls around it and saying, if you don't believe in walls, why do you have these? Get rid of them. And if you want illegal immigrants to, to come into the United States as much as you do, then why don't you take them into your house? We, we talk about this stuff just kind of jokingly. The president looks at it and says, all right, let's do that in reality. Let's put them in their backyards. You wanted them, you got them. Now you tell us how much you're in favor of, of illegal immigration. And I'm telling you this, TJ, if the president follows through on this and keeps shipping by bus tens of thousands of, of illegal migrant seeker, or excuse me, asylum seekers or illegal immigrants to all of these liberal sanctuary cities, and if they stay there for six months, watch how fast they change their votes in Congress to build that doggone wall. That's what will happen. 
Well, I know, Bob, I'm going to be down there to welcome them in Oakland's bus station, I mean, uh, Overland <laughs> bus station when they show up there. This will be great. I might even give out free hot dogs as they're getting off the bus there. <laughs> Well, well, TJ, I appreciate the call. Thank you, my friend. I, I mean, it's 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 really an unfortunate situation. Like I said, because what's what's beautiful about this country, as I've said so many different times, is the fact that the opportunity does exist. All you have to do is come here legally, get a work visa, or get a student visa, or get uh, you know get something that says you can come here legally. Then build something for yourself. Ask to become a citizen of the United States and make it happen. And 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 just you know enjoy the the wonderful opportunity. Like I said, I keep telling the story about drug mart. You know, in 1949, it was legal immigrants that came to this country and founded this place, for crying out loud. It's a phenomenal success story, and the opportunity is there. And all we are asking people to do is respect the sovereignty of the place that you are choosing to live. You know, when you leave your country to come to another country, this is pretty common sensible, right? It means I kind of like what you're doing over there better. If I was enjoying what my country was doing, and if the opportunity was there for my country... um, I wouldn't have to leave it, but it isn't. It's terrible where I live. So I want to go where you are, and I want, to, I, want to, I want to do it the way you do it. And then the very first act that you commit when you come to the country that you're admitting is better is to violate that country's rules, violate its laws, crossing the border illegally or using a phony asylum claim to come to the United States and, and, and claiming that you're under persecution for your religion or your politics or your this or that or the other. You're coming here and violating U.S. law. How can we welcome you into our country when your very first act is to, is to break our laws? It just doesn't make any sense. All we're saying is come here legally. All we're saying is apply legally. All we're saying is if you have a legitimate asylum claim, make it you know the right way. Don't be turning yourself in with somebody else's kid because you know they're not going to be able to hold you more than 20 days, and then you disappear into the ether, into the United States. Do it the right way. And here we are with just tens of thousands. What did I say it was in March? The grand total of apprehensions, which means people who turn themselves in so that they could be apprehended and set free inside the United States under catch and release, was 95,000. 95,000 in the month of March alone. The pace for April is over 100,000. There is no way for this country to absorb the rest of the world's poverty. It's just not, it's not possible. Does that mean we don't care about the impoverished? Well, of course not. We are the most charitable, philanthropic nation on earth. We give more to, to ease the suffering of the world's po- impoverished than any other nation on earth does. In fact, we do so much in terms of philanthropy and in terms of charitable outreach to other countries, and I'm proud to do that. We do so much of that that sadly a lot of our own impoverished people here on our own streets get forgotten about. And Cher is right. Many of them are vets. So, so we care, but we also have to do things the right way. We cannot just import. Look, here's, here's an example. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is an avowed socialist. Bernie Sanders has, you know, as, as we all know, is, is looking to raise tax rates to, you know, 60, 70% on the richest Americans so that he can redistribute the wealth and on and on. I mean, we don't need to go, th- go through everything that makes him just absolutely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? But this is a guy who he himself 
about as far away on the ideological political spectrum from Donald Trump as it gets. I mean, you know, it's like, here's President Trump on the far right, here's Nancy Pelosi on the far left. To the left of that, you'll find Bernie Sanders. To the left of that, you'll find Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And to the left of that may be uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg and the rest of them. They're all racing to go further to the left. Okay? They're so far out there on the left end of the spectrum, they're about to fall off, for crying out loud. They're literally just going to fall off and into the, into the abyss. But even that far-left lunatic, socialist Bernie Sanders, literally said last week, we can't keep importing more of the, uh, 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 of the rest of the world's poor. We just can't do it. He essentially said what Donald Trump said last week, which is, country's full. We're full. And we're not officially, because we do have room for a lot of immigrants who are bringing something to contribute to the, uh, the, the country, contribute to our success, contribute to our economy, contribute to our sciences, contribute to our industry, contribute something to help make it work rather than come here to absorb to sponge, to, 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 to utilize all of the resources while giving nothing back. Of those people, we are full. We, we just have too many. Uh, and when Bernie Sanders is telling you the same thing that Donald Trump is telling you, and they are so far apart on the ideological scale as, as, as they are, then you know it must be the truth. We cannot, we cannot just continue at this, uh, at this pace. So the president says, uh, let's, let's open the eyes of the liberals who oppose a wall. Let's open the eyes of the liberals who welcome unrestrained um, asylum seekers and migration. Let's open their eyes. Let's put all of these people, as they come into the United States on buses, and take them into their own backyards, into the sanctuary cities uh, of San Francisco and New York and Los Angeles and Oakland and Oberlin, as a previous caller mentioned. Let's put them all there. Let the, let's let the, uh, the liberals who are e- expressing such support for unchecked, unfettered, illegal immigration and migration by way of asylum-seeking and refugee status, let's let them see it firsthand what it's like to be flooded by uh, impoverished people who simply are offering nothing to the equation. And then we'll see how long before they change their minds. So uh, thank you so much for a great phone call. Launched a pretty good diatribe there. Let's take a quick time out here. It's uh, 10.50. I've got time for a couple more phone calls. If you dial now, 216-901-0945, we can get you in. 888 We've only got 10 minutes left as we are live in the Discount Drug Mart here on North Abbey Road in Elyria, my hometown, where it is just uh, such a phenomenal thing to be a part of, the 50th anniversary to the day. I wonder what the time is. I wonder if Mr. Bouget knows what time the store opened that day on April 15th, 1969. We know that it's we've got it down to the day, but I'm wondering what the exact moment was because we are celebrating that here today. Come on out here and, and join us and uh, enjoy some of the great uh, celebratory events going on here at Discount Drug Mart on North Abbey Road in Elyria, and we'll be, we'll be back right after this on AM 1420, The Answer. Ten fifty four, final segment of the Bob France Authority on this Monday morning, the fifteenth morning of the month of April in the year of our Lord twenty nineteen. Two things to do here. Number one, I want to congratulate our winner 
uh, as we are live at Discount Drug Mart at 500 North Abbey Road uh, in Elyria. Uh, we've been just having people drop their name and information into a box here to win a couple of great books uh, by our own Sebastian Gorka, who's on AM 1420, The Answer, nationally syndicated every afternoon, Why We Fight, and also Sean Spicer's book, uh, which is called The Briefing, former press secretary of the president. And uh, the name drawn out of the box was Lawson Phillips. Lawson Phillips. So congratulations to Lawson Phillips. We've got your information. Somehow we will get these books to you. Of that, I am certain. Second thing I want to do before we go here is I want to say uh, good morning and thank you to Don Bouget, who is one of the uh, owners uh, of the family-owned and also employee-owned, which is something else we'll talk about in a second here, if I can get my microphone cord untangled from my headphones. Um uh, here at Discount Drug Mart, his father, Parvis Bouget, is the man I've been telling you about, the wonderful American success story who opened this uh, this store 50 years ago. And, uh, Don, congratulations on that. How do you, I mean, that's an amazing thing, to half a century of service to this community. And, wow, the power just surged or dropped. Um, I don't know if we're still on the air or not. <laughs> okay, we are on the air. So, Don, congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Thanks, thanks for being out here today, too, on our anniversary. It is a pleasure to be here. Did you ever think that, uh, that, that this kind of a day, not that 50 years would come, and you don't think of that as the years go by and your father and your mother and all of the heart and soul they poured into this, but what the entire company has become with 74 stores all over the state of Ohio? Uh, <clears throat> no, Bob. I don't believe any of us really thought it would come to this uh, as far as uh, the family and uh, all the family that's been involved over the years, uh, not just the immediate family, but all of our employees and supervisors. Uh, many people are still with us today, even after 40 to 45 years. Well, it's, uh, it's you know, an incredible thing to see. I mean, you really have become... Uh, a Lorain County, first of all, institution. You know, I mean, with the stores that were opened here, the first ones, but obviously all throughout the state of Ohio. I, I read somewhere that Discount Drug Mart, even though it's only in the state of Ohio, is is the tenth ranked uh, drugstore nationally, even with all of those national Walgreens and and other types yeah, of stores. That's right, tenth ranked, uh, you know, regional discount uh, drug chain in, in the nation, which is an incredible accomplishment. What do you what what what, what separates? Don and I and I talk about it a little bit, but but what separates what Discount Drug Mart does what from what you know convenience stores or other pharmaceutical stores do? Well, it's uh, one-stop shopping. Uh, <clears throat> you know, as the jingle goes, we have everything you need. Yeah, but uh, I'd say uh, our employees, um, employees, all, all of our employees treat uh, all of our customers as guests as they come in, and uh, they. There's many, many, like I said, that are still here to to the day now. So, but um, I'd say it's customer service that we we definitely drive. Uh, they they all they hopefully want to do as all of us do. You know, Don, treating your customers like family members is one thing, but you really, truly are treating your employees that way as well now because now Discount Drug Mart has become an employee-owned company, right? Yes, uh, that, uh, that's correct. Stock-sharing uh, company. Just a little over a year ago, we've just now made it into an ESOP, an employee stock ownership uh, program company, and now all of our employees have ownership, and they, they truly uh, do own a piece of, of Drug Mart. That's um, that's a phenomenal thing. I mean, not just for them, but also for you. I mean, is it is that something that has that been a goal for a long time coming? Um, yeah, we we always wanted to, and we just had to come up with a way. And uh, this was the best way to uh, be able to transition transition some ownership towards our employees. And 
the goal would be eventually to make it a 100% uh, employee-owned. Now, what um, what are the future plans? Are we constantly looking for new sites and new stores? Or? Oh, yeah. Well, it, as the sites come available, we just don't open stores, just open them. We look for best locations. Uh it, it has to it has to fit that that neighborhood feel mm-hmm. that we want, uh, but generally maybe uh, it could be one to two a year. Um, but uh, yeah, we don't open them just to open them, no. Well, as a lifelong Illyrian, I can tell you it has been an institution for me and for my family, and I'm proud to, to be working with you guys and partnering with you guys and really proud to be here today. Congratulations again on 50 years of success. Thank you so much, Bob. You got it. Don Bouget, the uh, co-owner here of uh, Discount Drug Mart in the entire chain, the 10th ranked national ch- uh, chain of uh, drugstores in the United States. It's simply an amazing thing. We're so happy to be here. Come on out. Just because the show is ending doesn't mean the celebration isn't. Come on out. They're serving hot dogs outside, a lot of other great things going on. The rest of the day here at Discount Drug Mart on Abbey Road in Illyria. We'll see you tomorrow on AM 1420, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.